What's up, guys? It's time to go Behind the Bum. What's up, guys? I am here for another episode, and this episode is called Effects of Social Media on a Relationship. So I thought, what better couple to use than Rick and Griff? So before I get started, boys, um, I saw you guys were making dildos of your own dicks. Oh my god, we were. No, we have them right here. here. That is truly (laughs) incredible. Yeah, you know why not? There you go. How? That's the first one I've seen in 62 days. So <laughs> Wait, that's the first penis you've seen in 62 days. Aside from porn, yes. Uh, or you're, I'm assuming you've seen your own. <laughs> I guess that's true. Mine, mine does get pleasure every single morning. Yeah. This yeah. is this is the scary one. This is yeah. the, this is the bestseller, by the way. This is the Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> So can't say I've done that before. Well, there's a lot of people that apparently like Charlie's have. Angels, you can do that too. <laughs> oh, my God. oh wait, I'll do it this way. Wait, how did you guys get involved in this? I'm so interested. In the dildos? Yeah, like how did you guys decide that, like, you know what, why don't we try to make a business out of this and replicate our days? Um, well, I mean, you know, clearly if you've seen our Instagram, you know, we're not like overly shy about you know, being in our underwear or less or definitely know. not. <laughs> so we tend to build a following of people who are interested yeah, like in to th- see those that. parts of us, I guess you could say, <laughs> not so much about our personality. Yeah, we can talk about that. Though. I mean, like, pretty much this is all the personality they care about. So <laughs> it's fine. Everybody's good at something. Um, so uh, we would always get people ask, you know, clearly like, people wanting to like, oh my God, can we hook up? And like, I'm like, no, we can't, but thank you. I'm flattered for asking. And then that started to lead to questions from a lot of fans about, um, have you guys ever thought about molding your, your dicks? Cause clearly like from what we can see on your social media, they seem to be nice and yeah. maybe people would like to have those. And you know, I never really took it too seriously. And then one day, uh, uh, one of the people who subscribes to our OnlyFans page, uh, emailed me and is from Atlanta and they work in the movie industry and he works in the special effects and prosthetics where he makes like all of like the, you know, the fake hands and the fake arms and all this stuff. Yeah. The effects. And he was starting a side business as we all should be doing these days. That we all need to be doing. <laughs> we, that to be. we can't retire. And um, he was like, I'd be really interested in starting the side business of like molding people's penises for them so they can, you know, give them to their boyfriends or girlfriends. For themselves. Or for themselves. Don't fuck yourself. I did. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> so um, he asked us if we would be interested. And I said, you know, actually, it's funny that you bring that up because we get asked quite a bit if we would ever do that. So he got his equipment and he came over to our house and he molded them and sent us a prototype and they were fantastic. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Clearly, he works like he does all the Marvel movies. He does oh, yeah, all of right. he does all of his major. That's blocks. incredible. So he clearly has the skill to make them extremely well, and he did, and they are fantastic. I so, asked him if he could give me Chris Evans' penis to mold. But <laughs> is that he, not far fetched? I feel like we could ask that, right? I'm like, I'm right? Like, can you just we'll tell people it's mine, but it's actually Chris Evans. <laughs> Or yeah, or Chris Hemsworth too. I would. Or or you just give us two that aren't really theirs, and we'll say it's theirs, and we'll make a good million dollars. You really would never know the difference, right? Thor's hammer, right? No. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> have you guys tried your own dicks on yourselves? Yes. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have a bar to set because I've never actually fucked me or had sex with myself, but uh, Rick's feels just like him. So I was like, good. And, and Griff's feels just like Griff. So I'm like, oh, good. We did it well. It so just doesn't have they a do, pulse. They do. <laughs> I, I have never taken them both at the same time. No, I haven't done that one. But we have used this on somebody who has taken them both at the same time. And true. they said that it was a very similar. Pretty comparable. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. These are all good things to know. I don't know if I could try the two at one time, but I could definitely manage the one, I'm sure. Not with that attitude. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. That's right. Especially <laughs> after 64 days of uh, closed um, yeah. it's right. You it's guys are lucky here. a cigarette after that after 64 days of not having anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been a tough time. So wait, I'm curious about your relationship. So when did you guys first meet? Oh boy, God! We met in 2013. Picture it, Sicily, 1945. Um, yeah, we met in 2013. I was a general manager at a gym, but let's back up a bit. I was doing some background extra work um, on TV and movies, and one day I was paired up with this guy, and we were filming for God hours and hours. And when we got to talking, I told him how I was general manager of a one of the gay boutique gyms in town. And I was actually looking for trainers. Well, he said, my boyfriend is a personal trainer. Y'all should meet up. Showed me this guy's picture on Facebook. And let me tell you, it was him coming out of the, this crystal blue ocean in Thailand with like his hair slicked back. It was all wavy. I had like, like Matthew McConaughey hair back Yeah, back. he looked just like uh, if Matthew McConaughey and... Uh, Johnny Depp had a baby. Like, what happened now? You chopped it. Oh, wow. I did, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Short. <laughs> and so I looked at his Facebook. I was like, this guy is not real at all. Okay, Catfish, I'll play along. So I said, all right, have him come to the gym. So one day, I was jumping rope in the gym, doing my thing. And in comes Rick, asked the person at the front desk, hey, is Griff around? And they pointed me to where I was jumping rope. And then I saw him into the doorway and about tripped and busted my ass on the floor it was real <laughs> and that's when we met but we didn't start dating for several months after or maybe a year or so after mm -hmm. yeah, so the yeah. sexual tension built up for months no oh, not really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly like my ex the boyfriend who introduced us broke up with me and i was pretty heartbroken for quite a long time so i wasn't really in the um i wasn't really in the market for looking for a relationship or really even sex, I was just kind of getting through. And then as time went on, somebody, a mutual friend of ours said, you know, you should ask Griff on a date. I think he likes you. And I had not even, it hadn't even crossed my mind. I was kind of a dick. Too. I was gonna say, but then in your mind, you're like, I just really want to fuck this guy. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> but I also was not his boss, but I was also <laughs> running the gym and he was a trainer at the gym. So I was like, I have to keep some kind of professionalism here, but I, but I, I really want to like go to town with him. So I did. I asked him on a date and we went out and there you go. <laughs> That's so cute though. 
So basically you're saying when the gyms reopen, I should probably try to make more of an effort. Maybe I'll find a boyfriend. Yeah, I think all gay men, I think that's what you should tell them. I think you're only going to find your significant other at a gym. Yeah, yeah. so basically yeah. if you're listening to this, make sure you go to the gym when quarantine. And I hope that all of you out there who are going to take that soundbite and try to take it out of context and make me sound like a douchebag <laughs> know that I'm joking. Right? They won't hear that part. Um, so when you guys became a couple and you started posting pictures together as a couple, did you start doing that because you were like, let's try to grow a following or did it just happen organically? How did that work? Um, it happened actually more from, uh, actually straight female friends of ours actually, who came up with the idea to tell us that you guys should really come up with like a, a, a brand you guys are so funny together you're so goofy you have so much good energy it's like they used to call us like ricky and lucy mm-hmm. and they're like and so you know one day we i caught griff lip syncing in the kitchen to the little mermaid and i like snuck up on them and filmed it and it was adorable and it was the you know, the ursula song and <laughs> When really he, identify with yeah, when he saw when he saw me filming, you know, most people were like, "Oh my God, leave me alone, stop filming!" Not Griff, no, he then yeah. like turned it up a thousand percent. Get my wig. And then I and I put it on Facebook, and I woke up the next morning, and the damn thing had gone viral. And then all of our friends, especially like a lot of our straight girlfriends, were like, "Oh my God, you need a YouTube channel. You should do this every day." Ah. And I was like, "Well, you know, I come from an entertainment background. He doesn't, but he is. He has." what we would call je ne sais quoi. Mm. I don't know what that means. Natural talent. Like, you can't teach it. But... She's it, just got it. And, and, I, and I, I used to be in casting and entertainment, and I'm like, if you walked into an audition and I saw you do what I saw you do on that Little Mermaid video, I would hire, <laughs> I would hire you in a second. So I was like, there, there is something there that could be maybe cultivated and turned into something fun. And that was really how it started off, was just to have fun and to make people happy and to smile. So I have a quick funny story. I don't know if you And then we decided to show our butts. Yeah. And then, and then and everything we all do, you know, we and all everything changed. <laughs> it was funny um because Rick was in casting and one weekend a friend of his from Hong Kong Disney comes down who is also in casting. She's not just in casting, she's the head of casting and entertainment for the entire Disney company. So there you go. <laughs> Casual. We were all hanging out. Just you know, just a nobody really. Yeah, right. <laughs> we were all hanging out. We were walking from one bar to the other and Rick was telling a story about oh Griff can just take off from anywhere in a song and with just perfect run. pitch, no singing lessons, has perfect pitch. And she goes, All right, let's go from frozen, let it go, take it from the bridge, three, four, let and then I'm like, Oh shit. And so I I I start singing and then Right there in the parking lot of the gay bar. And then like <laughs> She looks at me after I finish. And, and then goes, looks at me. And goes, do you want to part? And Rick goes, no, you're not leaving the country. No, we're not doing this. And I was no. like. She, 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 she said, you know what? You, I agree with what you said, Rick. Like, you can't teach somebody because not only can he sing it, he also performed the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you belong in Broadway when this is done. Right. right. No, off, he, off, no, off, I would no. Off Broadway. We, we make a lot more money doing this at home than he would on Broadway. <laughs> you could do both right oh god maybe you get health insurance if you're on broadway <laughs> that was my biggest concern with corona not right yeah. now they're not <laughs> no, definitely not everyone's fucking furloughed yeah um 
So when it comes to like the content you guys decide to post, which I'm sure at this point you got it down, um, is one of you more like sexually forward than the other? In the beginning, it was definitely me. Yeah. Again, that goes back to my history in theater and entertainment. And, you know, because of my build, I was always like one of the bigger guys. So I always got cast in the roles of the person with the least amount of clothes on. <laughs> so like, for example, for example, when I did work for Disney for seven years, I played Tarzan. So I was on stage swinging around in the, in the air with nothing but like a little piece of leather covering my dick. Look at this face. That's hot. In front of thousands of people a day. A little piece <laughs> of leather covering. <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny story for another time. Anyway. And I'm assuming you had your long hair at that point or was, did they put you in a wig? Oh, no, I, I have a wig, which I still have upstairs. Oh, I have my, you want to go get it? Yeah, go get it. You <laughs> still have the little leather thing that covered your oh, That's a sore subject. So we just moved into our new house and when we were decluttering, we were going through like the closet that had all of our old Halloween costumes in it and whatnot. And of course I keep my Tarzan wig on a, on a wig head in, in a really safe place because it's an extremely expensive human hair lace front wig. <laughs> Can't ruin um, that. But, uh, my Tarzan loincloth was in a Ziploc bag and I think it was in mixed in with some of the junky old stuff and I just didn't want to dig through the bin and threw the bin away and I think it was in there. But the loincloth itself isn't the special part. The wig is really the... It's you, any, the a loincloth is a loincloth. The wig is pretty spectacular. But I have fantasies <laughs> and without the loincloth, my fantasies can't be fulfilled. So... I, I heard like, Amazon, oh. you know? I'm sure you could find something cute on Amazon, right? Right, but I don't want it to... It, like, this was such a well-made piece. I mean, it's Disney, so they're not going to do anything half-assed. So it was, yeah, when, when I found out that the loincloth did not make the, make the move, I was, I was devastated. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't capitalize on this prior to the move. Well, I, I told him, I was like, put the thing on, put the whole thing on, and let's do something. He, and he wore it for Halloween one year, but um, I was like, can you just like swing from the ceiling fan or something? <laughs> And then I'll be Jane and you just rip my clothes off and we just go from there. And he's like, that's a production. No, we're not doing that. I was like, okay, just- It sounds on. hot though. It does, doesn't it? So I was like, I'm like a little production value in my, in my bedroom romp around. <laughs> there, here he is. Oh, Jesus. Oh, goodness. Now I'm gonna let you know right now, she needs a hot oil treatment. It's been a few years, but- <laughs> Wait, it's a hot. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Wow. Okay, you have to keep that on for the duration of this. Oh now. gosh, no. We're just gonna do it both. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I have on the bell wig under here. It's gonna be a wig reveal. You ready? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? And now I'm Snow White. <laughs> it would be cute. You should so, yeah, get into grass. Literally, I've had this wig. This the first time I wore this wig was in 2005. That's how old this wig oh, is. God. Do you know who's playing Tarzan right now? Um, that show actually closed. Like in 2011, I think. So I think I was, I think when I retired is the last year it ran. Because I mean, how could they possibly replace me, right? Well, here's the thing, like, he <laughs> looks just like the cartoon Tarzan, which, side note, was my first crush. Kind of like how I knew that I was gay, because when that cartoon came out, I was like, what are these feelings I have? <laughs> married him. Um, back to, back to Oh, sorry. Back to the question. I think we took a little fur or a little detour. detour. Um, so because I grew up in theater and in entertainment, I've always been super comfortable like with my body and using my body to express myself. My first 
nude photo, photo shoot was actually during college, a uh, professional nude photo shoot in 1998. Oh. I have that picture around here somewhere too. That actually might be fun to get. Friends That's, was still on the where TV. Where is that picture, you know? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, I was five. It's in the boxes downstairs. Uh, um, it was for, we were doing like our headshots for auditions and uh, the photographer was like, have you ever considered doing any like, like, like artistic shots? Like, you know, he wasn't being seedy or gross about it. He was a, like a legit yeah. photographer. And I was with my girlfriend, like, like, not my girlfriend, but like my friend who's a girl. And she was, she was also a dancer and he like showed us some of these ideas he had of like these Greek sculptures and it was so beautiful and he did them all in black and white and the like, silhouettes. And one of, it was one of the most gorgeous pictures that was ever taken. It was the very first nude shot I ever did. And I still have it in a frame. And that was in 1998. Was so the answer so to your question is, I don't give a fuck about being naked. <laughs> I love it. He, on the other hand, took a little bit, he comes from a little bit more of a, not conservative, but a more traditional background yeah. and of Southern family. And yeah, my family is very traditional Southern, but they're, they're, they're liberals. So, you know, they're like the black sheep. Which box that would be? No, I don't. I'm not top of my head. It's well, does your family follow you on Instagram? Uh, well, not, I, don't, not, I don't know. I, I think I think I have a sneaky suspicion his dad has like a catfish account to watch what we're doing. See, my dad, like, <laughs> my dad likes to troll Trump supporters and like on Facebook and whatnot. So he's not stupid. He asked me what one day what a griffopotamus was, and oh. Rick and I just looked at each other like. I like grabbed his leg under the table and squeezed it. He started right. to bleed. I was, I was like, like ah. we're gonna have to have this conversation now. I'm not ready. You know. Well, it yeah. is a quick Google search. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, they're not dumb. His parents are both very highly intelligent people. We just bought a fantastic dream house. They know they 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 they, they know we're doing something and making a good amount of money at it. It's not um, personal training. Yeah. <laughs> I think my dad, though, still. With, but with, back to your question earlier, yes, we do have actual careers. They're yeah. just not what makes us the most money these days. Our actual careers are our side careers now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. It, it's a strange little flip flop that, that's happened. Like so. our side hustle became our main income. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why we're all here still doing something. Right? <laughs> um, okay, so I want to ask you guys each a question before we take a quick break. Okay. So, Griff, what is something about Rick that like immediately turns you off? Turns me off? Mm, this will be fun. Um, when, <laughs> this is what, um, when he leaves. Remember. He's not going to be here with us all day. Well, <laughs> you won't get the life insurance policy if you do kill me. Um, he'll leave trash by the trash can, not in no, the by trash the, can. No, by the sink. By the sink. By well, the, the trash sink. can is under the sink. But he'll leave trash by the trash can or leave, yeah, or leave cans in the sink. That turns me off. <laughs> I like the trash can as well. But at least it's by the trash can and not scattered about the house. So. Are you one of those people that leaves food on the plate and then puts it in the sink? Me? Yes. Oh, no, I'm the opposite. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who puts it in the garbage disposal and puts the clean dishes in the sink. Yeah. Love it. It's true. There's nothing I hate more than wet, nasty, soggy food and sitting in the sink. Oh, yeah. Hate it. By the way, the cans he says that I leave in the sink is because I pour out the cans and I leave them upside down to make sure that all of the liquid has drained out before I put it in the trash can so that the liquid then doesn't leak out the bottom of the trash can. So there's the real reason. So there's a method behind this. 
you don't get the full backstory from this one over here. I got a backstory <laughs> for everybody, all right? <laughs> all right, Rick, what is something Griff does for you every day that you are grateful for? Oh, uh, oh his, literally his constant attempt to have a positive attitude, even in the midst of a very negative situation. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I try. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor, and then we're going to come back, and I'm going to ask you guys some fucked up questions. Should we do a costume change? <laughs> um, we totally could do a costume change. So this is what I call, like, fire questions. So it's kind of like deep relationship questions. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how you guys do. I'll start off with the first one will be, like, a couple's one. Like, both of you can answer this one. Okay. So have you ever felt that like social media was putting a strain on your relationship? Um, do we want to like come up with a system of who answers? Why don't, why don't we have Griff, you can start this one. All right. I think in the beginning when we were just starting off, we had to produce content on a daily basis and I was working nine to five and then having to come home and then work another eight hours to put stuff together with a time crunch. So having to do all of these things and come up with content, be creative, yeah, it got stressful. And so there would be moments where if an idea I had didn't pan out, then we had to scramble and and either improve upon it or just go back to the drawing board. And yeah, that, that was stressful in the beginning. Nowadays, we have so much content and so many things. <laughs> the stress is, is, we don't fight about that. Well, and once the money comes in, I feel like when you first start off and like, you're kind of like, what the fuck am I even doing this for? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's like you're adding in all this energy to just get like, what, 200 bucks? It's not worth it. Yeah. Right. So, and it was because in the beginning, when, when we first did decide to go from just it being a fun fun thing for us to do as a hobby to actually making an income you do have to constantly come up with new content because that's how you get new followers if you only do one post a week people lose interest and then you know they they, but if you do something every day and every day it's something engaging and something fun the followers then come along and that did take a long time so for two and a half years you know it was tough because how do you creatively push yourself and not repeat yourself on a daily basis for that long of a period of time. Especially when there's so many platforms, right? So you have OnlyFans, then you have Instagram, Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to like be a normal person and post family shit on Facebook. Right. Um, Which is exactly what we do. It goes from like Facebook, which is our daily normal live where we take pictures of our cats. Someone's (laughs) got to do it. I know. I was like, and that's actually my favorite. I'm like, I wish that I had a million dollars just taking pictures of my cats. I would much rather take pictures of my cats than my ass. It's I, so photogenic. I, I mean, why not? <laughs> um, but the, the, the reality of our world is that people don't want to pay to see cat pictures. They want to pay to see dicks and ass. And that's just yep. how it is. And so then you go to Instagram where you have a little bit more and you get a little bit more risque and you tease people a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that leads people to Twitter where you can show even more. And then that's where you can say, now if you want to see the whole shebang, here's my OnlyFans. 
So yep. it's literally like you lead people along this journey through the different social media platforms. Here's the, it, it's like a rating system for movies. You have G, you have PG, you have PG-13, you have R, and then you have NC-17. NC <laughs> and then you have that weird stuff you can only buy in Berlin. <laughs> have, we, have we made our way to TikTok yet or not yet? Oh, so God. I, I, cannot, uh, I cannot figure it out. I don't even know if I have it in me. I'm 42 <laughs> years old. Okay, so I, like, tr I, tried to figure out, one. I tried to figure out TikTok. <laughs> I just oh. started getting Snapchat. And now TikTok comes out. I'm like, God, these are really good. Like, how are these people doing it? I open the app and I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, and it's all 12 year olds. You're literally just like, all what my followers are 12 year olds, but it's fun. That's fun, and people are creative on it. I just don't know how to use it. Yeah. So I guess we won't be seeing you on TikTok anymore. No, I mean we, we do have one, and the first the first one we made was when we were at a photo shoot with Mike Ruiz in LA, and it got it like got like eighty seven thousand views, and we have no followers. So I'm like, okay. That's great. But honestly, a friend of ours did some. He has this great hair, and he did this really funny hair thing. And it got like over a million views. I think it got five million. And I'm like, wow, are we missing out on something here? Like five million people watched this video of you just like flipping your hair back and forth. He's got really good hair though. But I'm like, but I tried, he tried to show me how, and I'm like, God, this is complicated. There's links for that, don't worry. Anyway, yeah, right. We well, have think about how many things you could, how many dicks you could sell if you just like market it on TikTok. But yeah, TikTok but is such a stick. Do they let you? Because that's another thing that yeah. people are saying. Like they are, they said they're even stricter than Instagram when it comes to like nudity or because there is such a young demographic. I because like they were saying like even the hint, the hint that a male has a penis, it <laughs> will be like taken down. Which, which I've definitely got a lot of videos deleted. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know what I think is also, and we're getting we're going on a tangent again sorry <laughs> what has been so interesting about this uh pandemic with instagram is for months leading up to that instagram had turned into this nazi run what protestant crazy censorship it just wasn't fun you couldn't do anything yeah even the slightest like I, we could have posted a picture like this where it's cropped how you see us now but if it looked like my hand was maybe touching a penis that may exist, yep. done. Deleted. Whole account so, gone. Because, oh my God, he has, he's a boy. He probably has a penis down there. And, <laughs> and the trajectory of his arm is going in that direction, which means he possibly could be touching a possible penis. Deleted. <laughs> yeah. You know what happened, though? They ended up... Um, letting go of their whole censorship team at Facebook. Good, because they were, they so were, they due were to the pandemic, nobody's working on it. So that's so why I, I don't know if you and so I noticed this because I started to know I still I started noticing on my feed full on dick. Yeah. And, and I was like, wait a minute, is that a <laughs> that's a that's a penis. You're like, this looks familiar. So, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to test this theory. Mm -hmm. we, we had a hypothesis. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we had our, back when they were, when they had their censorship team, we had our account disabled, permanently disabled, we were told, 12 times over a three-month period. 12 wow. times. Wait, how do you get it back then? 
you, I, I filed like five to six appeals a day. Yeah. I have a contact who works in Instagram mm -hmm. who would file appeals from within. And then the, toward the end there, he came back and he said, you know what, this time they said that it's just been too many times and it's, it's, it's been permanently deleted. Like it doesn't even exist anymore. And so I had my funeral, we put on our veils and I was just like, you know what? fine we'll just and we had already gotten a lot of people to move to twitter so i was like we'll just have to start working it out on twitter and then one day we were on an airplane coming back from chicago and i went on to instagram and our account was there and i was like and it was back how many months was that that last time it was about four weeks oh shit which was the longest it had ever been down usually it was like 48 hours to two weeks, yeah, two weeks 14 this days. time it was literally like a month and so i was like oh yeah it's definitely you were done back. That. i'm on the airplane and i'm like oh and it came back and so then this pandemic happened and you know we 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 stuck to sort of our normal stuff for a while because i didn't want to push push the envelope too much because i don't want it to be deleted again and then I started noticing people were literally just posting their dicks. Like they were just dicks. Like, Full on. And, and I think a lot of them ended up eventually getting deleted, but yeah. they were up for like days. And so the other day we took we, these really cute, these are actually swimsuits. And so we took these originally for Twitter and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna test this. I'm gonna put this on Instagram and see what happens. And yeah, like you can literally see the full-on shape, curve. Yep. Love it. So, and that has now been up for a whole week. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no, but the, 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 you know what it is. The thing that you have to, and the thing I noticed about the other people who were getting away with it is you have to be clever because the, the sensors right now are the robots. The robots are the ones going through and saying, oh, is that a penis? Is that a penis? But if you, a robot sees that, that doesn't, it's purple. <laughs> it doesn't. That was a little, you, you got the maroon one. I think you got the purple one. Yeah, oh, sorry, the maroon one. And the other people I noticed, they would, they'd be wearing jeans and then they would have a, a hole over here on the side cut out so that there was jeans between where the penis starts and then the head of the penis way over here sticking out. So a computer doesn't recognize that. They're as not noticing that. And that's, see how tricky it is? It's tricky. No. Well, dude, you wanna know what's crazy is I was scrolling through my feed and I literally saw like white shit fly onto a guy's chest. Yeah, I was I, like, I there's no way he's actually coming on his chest mm -hmm. right now. I saw that one. It's yogurt. And I like went back and I was like, oh my God, he literally, that's come. Like he literally okay. just jerked off onto his chest on Instagram. Yep, I, I saw that one too. I think I know the guy. I think it's Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I think I we could ask that after, but I think we probably know the same person. Yeah. Um. Okay, Rick, I'm gonna ask you this one. What is your favorite physical quality or attribute about Griff? Favorite quality or attribute? Physical. Physical. Um. I mean, he has great abs. <laughs> It's a plus. <laughs> he has great abs. He has uh, really, really ridiculously good biceps that I've actually had to, in some photos, face tune down because oh. it looks like they've been face tuned to be like ridiculous. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna 
it's probably better if I just like minimize it a little bit. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's worse things you can do than have to like actually like tone down your husband's biceps so people don't think they're fake. So no, like he, he has like this weird, like they like pull, they come to a point. They're like, yeah, see like. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. Maybe it's part of the tattoo. Maybe the tattoo makes it look Correct. like it's a point. Right. I don't know. So yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. And I, <laughs> This, I, this, I hope this doesn't sound pretentious, but I also have to do the same thing with my butt sometimes because I have a ballet booty. So it's super duper like round. And sometimes it, I also have a very archy back from ballet, like a natural back arch. Not that curve. And so it, it can look a little unreal. So I've also had to minimize that sometimes and I still get accused of face tuning it. <laughs> There's that hot. I know, I'm like, no, I actually face tuned it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Griff, what is one talent about, what is one talent Rick has that people don't get to see on social media? His singing. Definitely don't ever see that. Mm -mm. Nope. I would like to personally see your Ursula video, though. Okay, we could pull that up. I mean, like right here on camera? No, I feel like maybe I'll post it the day this gets posted, and that'll be like a fun promo. It's on, the like a YouTube link? We, it's on YouTube, so... Perfect. I'll screen record. Not the one when we lived in your first place. That was horrible. No. We'll, we'll send you the link to it. <laughs> All right. When, Rick, when you look back on your relationship, at what point did you think, like, wow, I'm actually really falling in love with Griff? Oh, gosh. Like, was there, like, a monumental moment or trip that was, like, this is the real thing? Oh, yeah. We went to Pensacola Pride in 2014. And we went to like a nighttime beach dance party and we were walking back to the resort and like Griff like wandered off into the sand dunes. So I'm kind of like, okay, is he, does he know where he's going? <laughs> Maybe I should go wrangle him, I don't know. <laughs> he, he tends to get lost a little bit sometimes. Have ADD, watch out. Um, but then I, well, I find him like on a, a sand dune, like laying down, like looking up at the stars and he's like crying, you know, I mean, I was like, he might have been under some mind-altering substances that were messing with his serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, are you okay? And he's like, look at those stars. And he pointed up and there was like these two really bright stars, but they're like super close together. So they almost look like one star. Mm -hmm. And then would you, I'm not the one and two like cosmology. So I'll let him explain that part of it. Go okay. Ahead. So I'm, I'm into astrophysics and that's, uh, cosmology and it's kind of my little hobby and so I was telling Rick I said look you know these stars are so close together that they look as one and if you think about it in the beginning of time the Big Bang everything was at one point together the stuff that makes everything the stuff that makes you the stuff that makes me we were all crammed into this tiny little spot and then in an instant, they exploded out into the universe and the stuff that makes you and the stuff that makes me were flying in different directions for eons and eons and billions of years until one day, everything just kind of coalesced here on this little rock in the middle of a no name part of the Milky Way galaxy and the stuff that made you and the stuff that made me had found its way back together 13 billion years later and I felt such a connection to Rick. And I was like, I've found you again. I, I was with you 13 billion years ago. 
and then we were traveling through space and then now we've we've come back and but i gotta say this is very romantic but what the fuck were you on i'm like <laughs> well no it's like but, but i'll tell you after we shit. get i'll tell the you after shit. we get off of uh, <laughs> but no i was that's like i was i mean that's just kind of how things the theories and whatnot go and so that was the moment you guys were like damn like i really love you yeah that was that that was the moment and so my my ring here that rick got for me is made out of meteorite and that's sick. It, it was the gibeon meteorite that that is i think 80 million years old and the shape and the shape of the stone is very similar to the shape of those two stars that were together almost like a they almost formed like a triangle. And so the stone represents the two stars. And yeah. The, the, the entire ring comes from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. It's, it, it's crazy magnetic. I reach into my yeah. book bag and then you get a string of paper clips that just come out with you. So That's dope. I didn't even know you could make that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Don't get it near a microwave. Things start going crazy. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um, okay, Griff, what is Rick's physical weak spot that gets him going his frenulum my <clears throat> mm. <Like> what <laughs> google it <laughs> google it i'm sure that he's right <laughs> he knows he knows his husband it's that spot under your dick my frenulum yeah yeah it's like basically oh. like your gooch right you, that gets me going <laughs> i'm being funny like, I don't, like, that, 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 my entire dick gets me going. That's what I was, <laughs> when I was reading the questions, I was going to say, well, his entire dick. But then I was like, I'll, I'll throw out a, I'll throw out a big word and throw him off. Oh, you're so Very smart. educated. Yes. <laughs> I Googled it too. I'm not that smart. Um, do you guys think there's an Instagram couple that when you guys first started out, you, like, tried to emulate? Mm, no. I don't think we wanted to emulate. There were definitely couples that we saw that were doing that. Obviously they had a brand standard. And so we were using them kind of like case studies, no, but not even, no, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to override this question <laughs> <laughs> because um, I have, and I've had this conversation with other people before, including friends who, are or were in what I, and I hate using this term, Insta couples, uh, couples that did have like a joint Instagram account that we know in real life. And I would, I would look at their Instagram accounts and their Instagram accounts were very cultivated to make people feel like their lifestyle was one way when I know for a fact their lifestyle doesn't necessarily look like that in real life. Yeah. And so it, in that way, they influenced me in that I wanted us to create an Instagram that was fun and a fantasy and cheeky and sexy, but also funny. I wanted all the parts of who we really are as people to be equally reflected in our Instagram accounts. Yeah. It's like your personality, not like a persona. Yeah, we're not creating like a fake persona of who we are. We're very, it, like I said, it is a heightened reality. There you go. But it still has the the through the through line of our Instagram account is still who we really are as people. 
We're not trying to pretend we live in a perfect little house with a white picket fence and have two little babies and we go out to church every Sunday and it's all very wholesome. And here we are representing this new coffee brand. You should drink it. But then going on the rank on the weekend and getting dicked down by 20 guys. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and it's not genuine. And I find that to yeah. be why a lot of people aren't as successful as I think maybe they want to be because people can sense when you're genuine or not. Yeah, nobody wants an authentic brand thrown in their face because you got a thousand dollars. Yeah, and there was an instance, an instance not too long ago, might have been a year, year and a half ago, where there was a pretty, pretty big Instagram couple who they their entire brand was family, like, and uh, that didn't work out well for them, and they broke up, and the reason they broke up came out. And they lost their entire brand because their their followers were like super upset. They're like, wait a minute, yeah. who are you people that we have put all like we? I mean, these people used to message us and tell us we were whores and why can't we be more like them? Because they're the, they're the example of what gay couples should be. And then lo and behold, <laughs> yeah, it's all just one big fucking sham. It's one big sham. Meanwhile, we're over here doing us being real showing you what we're really doing and then having people tell us that we need to be like them and now they're divorced and we're doing great so <laughs> it, Hate you know, it. I, but like love it at the same time like i don't, don't want to say you love to see it but i it, but it, it 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 was an example of what i've always said you have to be genuine because the minute people find out you're a sham and that you're putting on an act and that they're buying into something that isn't real they're gonna get mad yeah <laughs> and you're gonna lose everything so, and there's no coming back from that. There's no, there's no coming back. You need to be, mm -hmm. I've always lived my life in a way that you can like me or you can hate me, but I'm going to be very transparent about who I am and you can come along for the ride or you can fuck off. I, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't give a shit, but if you want to come along, I promise we're going to have a good time. Yeah. And if you don't like it, <laughs> stop watching. <laughs> yeah, no one's forcing. That's that's another that's thing. Like, no, one, no one's forcing, no one's you, to forcing you to watch. come along if you don't like it. Yeah, so. if you don't yeah. like what we're doing, just don't follow it because God knows I'm not following you. <laughs> well, do you guys get a lot of trolls? Do you have people who currently like troll you and be like, "Oh, you're just like always showing off your body. You don't have like I don't know." To be honest with you, strangely, not as much as you would think because I have, <laughs> I have, I generally if I see some somebody show up with something just dumb to say like that i generally 99 percent of the time just delete it or yeah. just block them but there will occasionally be one that i will not troll back but i will leave their comment there and i'll let all of our followers go yeah. to them yeah and i think the reason we don't get as much as people would think we do is because the real people. The, the, the trolls see what the other troll gets handed to them. And nine times out of 10, that troll deletes their comments, blocks, gone, they're gone. Like, it's like, <laughs> they're like, oh shit, I didn't know what I was getting into. Never mind, bye. Nobody wants that, yeah. <laughs> um, and, what, and, I, and I'm going to call this and I'm going to give it away. So any of you trolls who are watching this, here's a hint. I'll also leave it there, their, their comment. And I will watch and see who likes their comment. And then I go through and I block every single person who liked the troll's comment because guess what? Those are all the other trolls on the account. 
I call it the, I call it the troll trap <laughs> and it works. So, <laughs> cause if you're on my wild, page, cause I will say you get that DM and not that it puts you in like an awful mood, but like you could get like a hundred compliments all day. Okay. And then you just see like one bitch who just says something and you're just like, fuck, like that's so I, annoying I, I, in your I, head. I, and I take those things a little bit more to, he to does. Heart. He, he, he yeah. he's a lot more. So. I have dealt with online bullying uh, since, I mean, since I'm not going to say when, but he's, I, I'm used to it and it doesn't, like, I have a very thick skin and I don't give a fuck. But he, like, he's a little bit more sensitive. Yeah, I'm a little bit more sensitive to it because I'm a people pleaser. And when I, when there's somebody that doesn't like what I'm doing or says something disparaging, like, it'll get under my skin a bit. So I've had to learn to kind of like toughen up a bit. And <laughs> yeah. this one right here has done like an amazing job of like the really bad stuff. I don't, I don't let him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had some really. You funnel bad. through before it's. <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm like, I. like, I'll take care of the DMs. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's been really good to kind of keeping me from seeing the really, the really yeah. bad stuff. Let's just put it this way. There's nothing um, some little queen sitting in his mom's basement in Utah is gonna say to me when I was, I lived in Hong Kong for nearly seven years. And while I lived there, I, I became a legal resident. Of, so I actually have a double residency. I'm a Chinese citizen and US citizen. I can't you tell? No. That's sick. <laughs> uh, and the last year that I lived there, they had decided that they were going to send a representative to compete in the Mr. Gay World pageant. So they had a Mr. Gay Hong Kong pageant. And one of my really good friends was the organizer. And it, for anybody who doesn't know, Hong Kong is a super international city. There are people from all over the world. Like there's people from Australia, Europe, the Philippines, every Asian country. Everybody uh, there pretty much speaks English though too, don't they? Even, even the, the citizens of Hong Kong are raised, English is their first language. Yeah. Um, and so my friend wanted the, wanted the competition to be very representative of it, not be just all Chinese people. He wanted Filipinos and people from Australia and Americans and Europeans, because that's a representation of who lives in Hong Kong. And I, I, my, at first I was like, uh, I don't necessarily think I want to compete in a pageant to be the representative of a Chinese country, but he was my, but he was my friend and I thought, okay, what's it, what's it gonna hurt? I wanna help promote it, I wanna help him build it up and make it into something. So I did compete and lo and behold, I won. <laughs> Amazing. And, I, and I'll say this, all the judges were Chinese. <laughs> so it wasn't like a panel of white judges. They were yeah. all Chinese. Um, and the backlash, and I mean, I was featured in USA Today. I was the first person to ever represent China on an international stage as an openly gay person. Um, so but that's a big deal and I took it really seriously and I prepared and the Mr. Gay World competition was in Norway that year and there were 40 something competitors from you know everywhere you can imagine the entire planet and I prepped and I went and I came in second runner-up uh, apparently the, the top three the winner first runner-up and me were literally separated by like a fraction of a point that's um, when was this this was in 2010. That's dope. You, you can Google Mr. Gay World 2010 and you'll see like all the competitors. Anyway, Mr. South Africa won, Mr. Australia was second, and Hong Kong me was third. 
Um, I also won Best National Costume. <laughs> oh my God, I can only imagine what this um, fucking looked like. I was Mr. Congeniality. Uh, I was Best Swimsuit. Um, anyway, the point is, is that anybody who thinks that they're going to try to come for me on my Instagram and try to make me feel bad about myself doesn't realize that I had an entire nation, China. <laughs> of all places. China, China. <laughs> literally wanting to kill me on the internet. Like, I mean, the things that I read on online blogs or that people were sending to me in my Facebook, like, when you have all of China coming for you, yeah. some little queen telling you that, oh, you're a thirsty bitch. Um, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, <like this. laughs> okay. I'm not thirsty. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be over here with yeah. trying to kill me, but you can think, like, it does, like I'm like, it's, Ever. go away <laughs> so yeah. i'm gonna keep that in the back of my head now when i check my instagram <laughs> after this and i see someone say some fuck boy shit i know i'm like okay well when, when you are when you're as big as china come back and tell me <laughs> you're like bitch i've been through it all at this point yeah all right so my last question i have for you guys is what advice griff i'll let you take this one first what advice would you give to someone who might be questioning their sexuality it's advice i would say don't lose yourself your who you are is your best asset um it will take some experience it'll take some learning um and some acceptance to finally be the full-fledged person that you were meant to be but don't give up on yourself um use what you have as your strengths and and yeah you'll you'll come out on top um you know people Maybe say literally yeah people say you know it gets better but it 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 really does um yeah that's, i think that's what i would i would say don't lose yourself yeah always be true to yourself and you will be just fine it, it just don't take it too seriously <laughs> trial and error is the ultimate oh yeah yep we, we, we learn by our failures, not by our successes. Oh, and yeah, we've definitely had some, like, for short. Like, I'm like, okay, well, that didn't work out. <laughs> and never, ever, just like you said, never, ever take yourself too seriously because it ain't that serious. It's not that serious. No, it's not. It's, it's literally we're taking selfies for a living. It's really And awesome. we're all really fun people deep down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think it's also important, like, like an interview like this, where you actually get to talk to somebody. Like most people who want to judge you on the internet don't have one bit of experience having a real conversation with you. Yeah. So yeah. And you have to be smart and you have to understand that people are more than what they show you on the internet. And what I'm showing you on the internet is exactly what I want you to see. But there is, like, we just said in another interview earlier, I was like, you don't want to see me cleaning out my cat boxes. You don't want to see me. <laughs> and you definitely don't want to see me in the shower popping his zits. Like, you don't want to see oh. that stuff. <laughs> you know, I you think that's it. fun. I actually love popping. <laughs> okay, well, there's one. No, no. <laughs> no way. But, you know, so, you know, and then on top of what you want to show people, like pictures you want to show people, be smart before you jump to any conclusions and realize, you know what? I've never talked to these people. They could actually be really cool. And you know, the, and the chances are you would probably be very surprised about the kind of conversations you could have with people who you just 
see their butts on the internet. Yeah, you didn't know well, about And I think the minute somebody's, <laughs> like a gay person, you are already going to have a common ground with them. So I feel like everybody who is gay, you already have that thing that like makes you have an understanding of each other. So you have something in common with everybody. Right. And also the, the things you learn about people's past. Like, tell me if I'm wrong, but do you find one of the most annoying things that people assume is that because now we happen to have worked our butts off to develop decent bodies and we work hard to stay fit, that somehow we popped out of our mother's wombs looking just like this. <laughs> and that, oh, well, they're those muscular gays, so they must be stupid. <laughs> like they obviously can't have a personality because, oh, look at those muscles. I've had that happen to me. <laughs> yeah. God. But I mean, we didn't. I was a bookworm who weighed like as much as a wet towel. Probably and, my current weight, yeah. <laughs> and he was very, very overweight, very out of shape. And, you know, we both worked really hard through years and years and years and years, not because we felt we needed to be validated to be beautiful or pretty, but because we cared about being healthy and we wanted to put that work into it because I didn't want to continue to be bullied. And I'm yeah. like, so what I want to do is I want to get to a place where I can be healthy and I can walk down the street and feel confident that I'm not going to get my ass kicked you know, that was one big motivation, but at the same time, it's my job. I was a professional dancer, a professional acrobat, and then I was a fitness trainer, and now I make all my money, people looking at how I look like on the internet. Like, this is a job. It's not, yeah. it's not narcissism, and it's not for validation. I could give two fucks about anybody telling me I look pretty. You look pretty. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he was waiting for that secretly. <laughs> <laughs> And same with me, like I had, I was literally in the doctor's office and he was telling me that because of my obesity, I would be dead by 40 because of like high cholesterol, heart disease runs in my family. So, you know, I, I did it because I didn't want to die. And yeah. then I met this one and he took what I was doing and he refined it. And here we are now. This is I love how it. I, I so it's it's not out of some type of narcissism that oh look at me I'm so pretty you know it's it's, it's we've worked hard to get where we are we worked hard understand. yeah and we're really nice people <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I can be a real raging cunt once in a while I'm just gonna be honest we have yeah, a moment don't we we all have our moments some more than others just don't piss me off and we'll be <laughs> the fine. ultimate New York bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you- Hi boys, well that's it. I'm gonna go back to doing fucking nothing all day, oh, maybe lay out, make it on my roof. I, I thought you were gonna end that sentence with you were gonna go back to fucking, and I was like, good, oh. we are too, oh my god. No, <laughs> I wish, I don't, I literally refuse to even check like a dating app or anything because I don't want the temptation, and then I'm gonna get corona for sucking a dick. Oh god. <laughs> well, if, never mind, I was gonna say there's worse things you can get from sucking a dick, but I don't. That's true. That's not wrong. But I should watch what I say because that's it's sensitive. Nothing like a pill and a shot, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, boys. I'm going to post this and then I will send you all the deets. So thank you for coming on. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you. See you when this shit is over. We can yes. go down and play and lay uh-huh. in sand dunes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, boys. I'll text you. Thank you. Hey, bye. Bye.